0: State of Mankind. How Much Do You Know? Excerpts from How the Spectre of Communism is Ruling Our World. 40. As expounded in the beginning of this book, communism is an evil spectre founded on hatred. Struggle and hatred are thus an important part of communist politics. While fomenting hate and division among people, communism corrupts human morality to usurp political power and erect its dictatorship. Turning people against each other is the primary means by which it does this. The first chapter of the selected works of Mao Zedong is an analysis of classes in Chinese society, written in 1925. It begins with the line, who are our enemies? Who are our friends? This question is the number one question in the revolution. The Communist Party arbitrarily creates concepts of class where before none existed and then incites these arbitrarily divided groups to struggle against each other. This is a magic weapon the communists use in their rise to power to promote its cause. The Communist Party selects and exaggerates certain issues that stem from the decline in moral values. Then it claims that the root cause of these issues is not moral weakness, but the structure of society. It singles out particular classes as the oppressors, and promotes popular struggle against these classes as the solution to society's ills. The hatred and struggle of Communist politics are not limited to the antagonism between workers and capitalists. Cuban Communist leader Fidel Castro said that the enemy of the Cuban people was the corruption of Fulgencio Batista and his supporters, and that the supposed oppression by large plantation owners was the source of inequality and injustice. By overthrowing the so-called oppressors, the Communist Party promises an egalitarian utopia. The Communists took over Cuba by using this promise. In China, Mao Zedong's innovation was to promise the peasants' ownership of their land, the workers' ownership of their factories, and the intellectuals' freedom, Peace, and democracy. This turned peasants against the landlords, workers against the capitalists, and intellectuals against the government, allowing the Chinese Communist Party to seize power. In Algeria, communist leader Ahmed Ben Bella stirred up hatred between different religions and ethnic groups Muslims against Christians, and Arabs against the French. This became Ben Bella's springboard to communist rule. The Founding Fathers of the United States built the country based on the principles of the American Constitution, which must be known and followed by every citizen. Family, church, and community formed strong bonds across American society. This de-emphasized concepts of social class and made it difficult to concoct class struggle in the United States. But the specter of communism uses whatever opportunity it can to sow division. Using labor unions, it magnified conflicts between employees and employers. It used racial divides to rally blacks, Muslims, Asians, and Hispanics to struggle against whites. It fomented struggle between the sexes by promoting the women's rights movement against the traditional social structure. It created divisions using sexual orientation and the LGBT movement. It even invented new genders to intensify the struggle. It divides the believers of different religions and uses cultural diversity to challenge traditional Western culture and heritage. It divides people of different nationalities by pushing for the rights of illegal immigrants and creating conflicts between foreigners and citizens. It pits immigrants and the general public against law enforcement officers. As society becomes increasingly atomized, a single misstep can trigger a struggle. Social conflict has become the default state of society. The seed of hatred has been planted in the hearts of the masses, and this is precisely the sinister aim of communism. Communism promotes division and hatred simultaneously. Lenin wrote, We can and we must write in the language which sows among the masses hate, revulsion, scorn, and the like, toward those who disagree with us. The political tactics used by the communist specter in the West employ all sorts of social justice issues to incite hatred and intensify social conflict. In the 1931 Scottsboro Boys case, nine black boys were accused of raping two white women, triggering serious racial discord across the country. The Communist Party USA sprang into action advocating justice for black Americans and attracting many followers. Among these was Frank Marshall Davis, future mentor to a left-wing president. According to Dr. Paul Kenker, the goal of the American Communists in the Scottsboro Boys case was not merely to boost its membership among the black population and progressive social justice activists, but to vilify America as a country rife with inequality and racial discrimination. Claiming that these were the prevailing conditions all throughout the country, They promoted communism and leftist ideology as the only means of liberating Americans from this supposedly pathological and evil system. In 1935, a riot broke out among the black communities of Harlem, New York, following rumors that a black teen had been beaten to death when he was caught shoplifting. The Communist Party USA jumped at the chance to organize black protests, according to Leonard Patterson, the black former CPUSA member who had played a role in the incident. Patterson described how communists were specifically trained in Leninist tactics on how to instigate and inflame conflicts. They learned how to transform protests into violent riots and street fighting, as well as deliberately fabricating conflict where there was none to be found. In contemporary America, communist groups have been involved in every large-scale social conflict or riot. In 1992, footage showing Rodney King, a black resident of Los Angeles, being beaten by white police officers after he was caught for drunk driving was broadcast on television. After the verdict, just when the protesters were about to disperse, someone suddenly smashed a metal billboard into a passing car, and the protests swiftly escalated into a violent riot with burning, smashing, and looting. When asked about the participation of communists in the incident, Los Angeles County Sheriff Sherman Block said that there was no question that they were involved in rioting, looting, and arson. During the events, Flyers circulated by various communist groups like the Revolutionary Communist Party, the Socialist Workers Party, the Progressive Labor Party, and the Communist Party USA could be found all over the streets and throughout schools. One of the flyers had the words avenge the king verdict, turn the guns around. Soldiers unite with the workers. According to a police officer in the Los Angeles Police Department, people were already handing out flyers before the verdict was announced. Early on, Lenin had instructed communists that outbreaks, demonstrations, street fighting, units of a revolutionary army, such are the stages in the development of the popular uprising. Whatever the profusion of organizations that incite riots and violence in Western society today may call themselves, be it indivisible, anti-fascist, stop patriarchy, black lives matter, or refuse fascism, they are all communists or proponents of communist ideas, The violent Antifa group consists of people of various communist leanings, such as anarchists, socialists, liberals, social democrats, and the like. Refuse Fascism is actually a left-wing radical group founded by the president of the Revolutionary Communist Party of the USA. It was behind many large-scale protests aiming to overturn the result of the 2016 presidential election. Under the guise of free speech, these groups work tirelessly to provoke all sorts of conflicts in Western society. To understand their real objective, one needs only to take a look at the Communist Party USA's directive to its members as described in the 1956 congressional report. Members and front organizations must continually embarrass, discredit and degrade our critics, when obstructionists become too irritating, label them as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names that already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact, in the public mind.